someone close to me told me that I better bring it, essentially, for this episode. Don't worry about it. I got you. Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I am Jared Dam, back in the building once again. And this is episode 102. So whether you, whether this is your first episode or you, you know, you've been here for a minute, whether you're new to this or true to this, let me explain to you exactly what this is. It's About Damn Time. It's a podcast about self-discovery. It's a self-journey. I am learning to build a better me and I'm trying to take you along for the ride so you can learn to be a better you as we talk about different topics ranging from mental health, relationships, physical health, parenthood, everything under the sun that, you know, ranges, affects people, people of color in my little age bracket of, you know, 43, 43, I'm 43, I'm 43. So welcome. And, uh, you know, welcome to the show and welcome back. This week, this week episode is inspired by the trip I went on this past weekend. And I was in Houston. I was in Houston uh, celebrating, that's which I, why I mentioned I was 43, celebrating the 25th anniversary of me graduating high school. So, you know, we had a nice little reunion. We decided to meet up in Houston and have some fun, let our hair down. Even my introverted ass got out there and, you know, and and went out and talked to people with the magic powers of alcohol and Xanax. Yeah, I would not recommend that kids that you do that, combine those two things. Luckily, mine was such a very low dosage of Xanax that's prescribed to me. So just have to take the edge off and the alcohol also did help you know, lower my inhibitions to keep me from overthinking and being anxious. And I had a really good time being pretty loose and, you know, connecting with classmates for at least for the first day and a half. (laughs) And halfway in the middle of the second, the second day had some issues that popped up and I'm a touchy feely person. I've always had been. My mom is touchy feely, you know, so just, for just touchy feeling people. And luckily for the class, we all are pretty, pretty, you know, tight. You know, the, the ones that, that travel, we're pretty tight and we are all touchy feeling. But ran into an issue with uh one of my friends who who felt triggered by, you know, some actions. And I'm not going to I'm I'm never here on this podcast to sit there and come at somebody, so I'm not going to to to, to address that. Nor am I going to address the fact that I feel like the way it was handled 
probably wasn't the best way in order to do it, especially considering being friends for, for damn near 30 years. But so I want to address those two things, but it did get me to thinking about the word triggered and how it's used in society today. So for me, I want to have a, a real conversation about triggers. And, and for me, it's, it is about damn time that we talk about triggers because let's be perfectly honest. The word is overused immensely. And I want to kind of get to the bottom of it. So did a little research this morning, got, you know, you know, got in my bag. Instead of me sitting there going off just on a rant, I want to build, I want to build something. I want to really have conversations. So let's first talk about what a trigger is exactly. Okay. A trigger is a person, place, or thing or situation that elicits intense or unexpected emotional response. Any sensory stimulus can be a potential trigger. Triggers are unique from threats. Essentially, a non-threatening stimulus is triggering a response that you may not even know that you're doing, you know, a fight or flight type of response. So that's what a trigger is. Obviously, they can form for different things. Triggers can be formed from a lot of traumatic events such as, you know, rape, a military conflict, physical assault, emotional abuse and loss of a loved one. Not. And it's not just limited just to those, obviously, but, you know, just to name a few. So that's how triggers can be formed. I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about trigger symptoms because, again, I want to get to the bottom of what triggers are because the word is being completely overused. So I'm using um, betterup.com as a blog entry about triggers. It's where I'm kind of getting some of this information from. Trigger symptoms include feeling scared, panic, anxious, or unsafe, elevated heartbeat, sweating, difficulty breathing, feeling like you have no control over your emotions, urge to run away, escape, and other avoidant behavior, inexplicable or unpredicted change in mood, anxiety, or panic attacks, physical Tension such as clenching the fist or jaw, flashbacks of stressful and traumatic events, and delayed outbursts of anger and sadness, again, just to name a few. So now that I went through all this, this research and reading to sit there and talk about triggers, let's talk about what they're not. Because... Again, it's it's been used so much that I I honestly I, I I dislike the word, but I want to be clear about a few things before I get into a rant about what they are not. Triggers are real, and I res I respect when people go through something traumatic, and I want I always want to be conscious of that. I always want to be conscious from a standpoint, if I affect, affect you directly or indirectly, I want to recognize that triggers are a real thing when you really go through some stuff. And when you do experience triggers, and this is, this is from healthline.com. I'm in a, in an article about triggers. When you do experience triggers, 
and triggering topics or, you know, triggering, tr- triggering actions come up, it, they need to be communicated because I won't know what your triggers are. How can I? They're your triggers. They affect you. So there's something that you have to do with that. You have to communicate that. You have to set those boundaries. You have to communicate what your triggers are because everybody's not going to know. So in the, in the, in the example, and again, I'm not picking on this person, but in the example, if, if, if someone is doing something that's triggering you and maybe it's a, it's a touch on the back or, you know, just, you know, a comment, slick comment, cause I'm full of slick comments. Right. I can't adjust my behavior if I'm not told that it's bothering you. Granted, from emotional stressors like this that are very traumatic, it may be hard to communicate. But I feel like if you're communicating to other people, you probably can communicate to the per- another person that you feel like you trust. Anyway, Triggering topics. It's hard to communicate, but according to Healthline, here are some tips to help you in the communication. State your feelings as specifically as possible. For example, when you said X, it made me feel anxious and afraid because of my history. You know what I mean? So, or if I touched your shoulder, if I, if I did something, if I made an action or a move, state that to that person. Now, once you state that and then you state a boundary, it's hard for me to sit there and have this conversation. You know, when you talk up, when you bring this topic up or it's this, when you do this action, it makes me feel this way. Can you please stop doing that? When you set that boundary, now what's on the other person? Now you have clearly defined, hey, this is a triggering experience for me. It's triggering a it's it's triggering a a past traumatic experience. You set the boundary. Please do not do this in going forward. And if that person is not a fucking douchebag, they're going to respect your boundary when you when you communicate clearly. It's simple, but I understand the difficulty. But if you're truly triggered. If you're truly emotionally triggered by something, communication is always going to be your your most effective weapon. It just is. So we know what triggers are. We've defined triggers. We've defined what causes triggers. We've talked about what triggers look like in people. And we discuss ways to communicate to stop people from continuing to trigger your emotional response. But let's talk about what triggers are not. You know, I've, I found this TikTok during my research and I think that it perfectly uh, summed up, you know, what exactly what triggers are. And, it's, and this is from the account, Not Your Average Therapist. So I want to make sure that I give this creator, her credit, 
and I am going to attempt to play this because I don't because because I was going to break it down for y'all, but I don't think that I can do it the same way with the same justice as this young lady did it. So here we go. What is a trigger? I'm a licensed therapist, and I'm going to tell you the difference between a trigger and a stressor. We constantly hear the term, I'm triggered, being thrown around on social media, with our friends and our family, on the media. So a stressor is something we can experience every day of our life. It is a normal human experience. We usually experience them at different levels. Some can be high, some can be low, some can be good, some can be bad. It usually comes on when we face something difficult or scary or hard. A trigger, though, is something very different. A trigger can be anything, an event or thing that takes you back to a traumatic event that you experienced. It either gives you a flashback, it either gives you an intrusive memory. When this happens, the person usually has an overwhelming sense of emotion that they find difficult to regulate, or even they shut down completely. Remember this, all triggers are stressors, but not all stressors triggers all triggers are stressors but not all stressors are triggers i think she summed it up very nicely the thing about it is there's so many of us that take something that stresses us that take something that makes us feel a tad bit uncomfortable that puts us in a position that we're not completely relaxed in and will utilize the word I'm triggered. Are you? Really? Again, we all face stressors every day. It's not to minimize post-traumatic experiences and when people go through real shit that they can be triggered. It can take them back to an event, to a situation, to a person to a place that was uncomfortable, that caused it so much trauma that 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 you had to go through therapy, you had to sit there and face that it still gives you haunting nightmares. Triggered is not someone saying classmate. Like for example, I don't like the word classmate. <laughs> I know it's weird. I don't like the word classmate. Either we friends from high school or we went to, we went to high school together. I don't like to say classmate. I don't like to say Arnold Palmer. That's not say tea, sweet tea lemonade mix. They be like Arnold Palmer. Yes, yeah, a sweet tea lemonade mix. I don't, I don't like to say it. And I damn sure don't like to say Sun Joy Chick-fil-A. Anyway. But if someone says that, I'm not going to be like, oh, that triggered me because I don't like that. Start a trigger or any type of ridiculous thing that comes out of your mouth when you sit there and talk about being triggered by something. Oh, that triggered me when they said that. Oh, you know, that always saw lyrics. They triggered. It didn't. It didn't. If you can't name the person, place, thing, situation that it's coming from, and, and think about how it elicited those emotions and then think about those symptoms that we talked about from earlier. If all that don't come about, and that triggered. Let's get to a point when we start using the right terminology when we're discussing something.
And this goes, this, this can start with triggers and go from depressed to, to everything else. I mean, we talked about a list of those words um, with Dr. Cassandra Dunbar a few weeks back, but let's start using the right terminology so that we don't alienate people who are really going through these struggles. As far as anyone that I've I, that I upset directly or indirectly who are truly, truly triggered, I apologize. You know, it's never my intent. Never. That's all I got for y'all this week. Just, I just, I just, you know, I had to get it off my chest. Like this, like that word bothers me immensely. Anyway, big things are coming up for the whole damn show. So, I am work currently working with a content creator to put out these five lost episodes from their season one. So I'll, you know, she's going to make an, an announcement about that on, on social media soon. So I don't want to, I don't want to pop the cherry just yet. <laughs> of course, mom's no expert podcast um, produced by yours. Truly is available on all podcasting platforms. This, this week she talks about, you know, living in harmony with your with your co-parent. So uh, very, very nicely done there, Amari. And we got some things in the works. We got some things in the works coming up really soon. So I'm really excited about the direction on things, how they're taking. I appreciate the support for each and every one of y'all. We continue to grow. We continue to get better every week. And I want to have conversations such as the one that we had today where it's truly going to shape people's lives not in a preachy way maybe today was a little preachy (laughs) i had to get some shit off my chest but not in a preachy way just help help helping to change people's lives truly that's what i want to do anyway let me not ramble i love you all appreciate you all until next time i will see you next week thank you for joining me this week on this about damn time hey if you like what you heard follow this podcast on facebook twitter and ig and join the conversation on this week's episode link to all my socials in the show notes you can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week.